Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Melanated Stamps. I'm so glad you found me in my little corner of the world. My name is Dr. Jania Perdue, and I am currently a Black American expat in Shenzhen, China, which is across the street from Hong Kong, and my hometown is Denver, Colorado. This series is called Denver Wild Black, and this is when I chat with brilliant and amazing Black folks who are from my hometown, Denver. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Denver is notorious for all things white and hipster and super cool, but there is this underbelly of just amazing and incredible black folks who are doing amazing and incredible things. And this is just my time to talk with AA person who is black, who is in Denver from there, or just currently living there now, who's doing amazing, incredible things. This one today, he is a personal trainer and entrepreneur, and he will introduce himself. He um, is doing great things in transforming bodies into the best version of themselves through exercise, wellness, nutrition. Um, The whole purpose of me doing this series is so that you can hire, find, support, give some money to, um, and showcase the stories of black Americans. And so when you hear of someone on this podcast, they are amazing and they definitely would love to hear from you. And so at the end of this podcast episode, you can hear about how to support them, find them on the internet. All right, y'all, here is my conversation. Enjoy. Say in China. Oh, yes, we are in China, in Denver. Welcome, everybody, to Melanated Stamps for another episode um, of Denver While Black. So, I have an amazing person who I have seen on my Facebook page for like many, many months because he's always posting these videos of these people doing like burpees and stuff. And so, <laughs> um, and uh, a couple other people are like, oh my God, you got to talk to this guy. And I was like, okay. So we, I finally found him, and I think you're going to love him. So can you introduce your, who you are to all the people? Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Rico with Wellness 365. How are y'all doing this morning? Yes, excellent. So, Rico, um, are you from Denver, or, like, how did you get how did you get to Denver? It's Denver special. It is. It is. I, um, I'm from North Carolina. I, I, lo- I love Denver, honestly. Denver's cool. Um, the weather's definitely not what I thought it was. Um, but I'm from North Carolina. I got out here. Um, me and my uh, now wife uh, had moved here because she had got stationed here from the military. Um, yeah. And her, her and I, her name's Fonterra, her and I had met in college. And uh, she decided to take a career path with the military for a bit. And I decided to take her uh, to join her and end up coming out here. And um, I, I like Denver. It was definitely different than what I saw on TV. Um, you know, I, I thought the weather was going to be it was going to be kind of like a Chicago kind of feel. But it's, the weather's way better here than Chicago. <laughs> it's night and day to me. <laughs> it's way mm-hmm. better. So, yeah. Wow. So I think it's interesting um, that you were a trailing spouse for a military person. Right. I grew up in the military. So my dad was in the military and mm-hmm. we all trailed him. 
What was right. that like being the opposite? Like, how how was that for you? Oh, it was definitely different. Um, I think for us, we were both um, trying to, like, find... Um, we had trying to like find ourselves right and um even during that time uh for her she was you know she just wanted to to do uh do something different different then you have the secure uh, security mind like the financial aspect and then um as for me it was the same thing like i had started like wanting to get deeper into um entrepreneurship and i was originally wanted to be uh, a physical therapist or a doctor, but I started pursuing PT. So as we doing that along the journey, um, just coming out, moving and being, uh, being, you know, uh, with the, with the military, I felt like that was like mainly our focus. I don't know about for like her, but like for me, it was just, we was, you know, even though, uh, the military was like the main thing we, we, I felt like it wasn't like the main focus. So, um, didn't really like concentrate as much on that. If that makes sense. Like, obviously she had to, mm-hmm um for her for like work but it was almost like a, it's like a job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you still are is she still in the military now or y'all done with this oh she's out now she's out wow yeah and now you stayed in denver right staying here in denver <laughs> right Whoa. do you think you'll ever go back to the south because like it's hard to get black folks out of the south for some reason I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I love the South. Um, I love it. Uh, spirits, uh, in particular, I'm from like Wilmington, North Carolina, the beach area. So, like, to me, it's a, it's one of my favorite places. Not even just home, but just the you know, because it's a beach. It's, it's it's still like a city, but it's laid back. Um, but um, like if I move, if we move back, it will probably be like you know. I mean, we could move back to Carolina, but uh, um, especially with Carolina growing, it's not growing, it's, you know, it's, it's growing like Denver. Denver's, uh, to me, is growing faster, though, but all of Carolina's, like, seem to be growing, but I'm not sure. Um, I'm not, not too sure. We just see, kind of see where the future goes. Um, kind of got a, mm-hmm. some good energy and things going out here in, in Denver, but, um, yeah, we could, you know, maybe in the future. I'm, I personally love Houston. I went to visit. I had been all over Texas like years ago. But like, my first time going to Houston was like six months ago, five months ago, or whatever it was. Um, and I fell in love with it. But um, I'm not sure about Frontier. <laughs> she might not like. Yeah. She might not have liked it as much. But it's 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 my probably one of my other favorite places is Houston. Really? Oh, it's so exciting. I grew up in the South, and I was glad to leave like it was it was stressful to me but understood what part um my father's military so we did fort benning fort gordon uh georgia uh, Columbus, and then i was 16 years in kentucky in hopkinsville kentucky yeah exactly yeah ain't nothing out there i was uh, i was a military brat too so i get it Um, yeah, it was. Um, I appreciate the upbringing, but um, I I was glad to get out for sure. Special place. Mm-hmm. You say special. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, China is <laughs> special. Man. Ooh, 
I have stories for days. <laughs> I understand. You out there for work or? Yeah, I um I left America because I got I hated my job and this kid cussed me out, so I was a classroom teacher. So I Googled how to leave America and still make money. I got right. a job. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's amazing though. It's a good thing. Especially it, um saying that you're a military, you know, you military brat too. When you are military brat, you um we seem to adjust in different environments pretty easy and seem to be pretty mm-hmm. independent. We are. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I've been here a little over two years. Um, okay. I haven't been home in two years, a little over two years. But it's, I'm a little tired of all of this, but I don't know. It's fine. And also I read the news in America. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's been nuts. It's been nuts since you've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has been. Okay. Okay, so the recording's working now. All right. Figured out that situation. Okay, so we were at, um, let's see, you moved to Denver. You followed your now wife. Yeah. And that's romantic. And um, you love the South, which is great. Right. Yes. Okay, so how long have you been in Denver now? Um, let's see. I first came out here um, to visit. I was out here in 08 for like a few months. Um, then I went back. I went back and forth a lot. I've been out here stationary since like, shoot, I want to say about 20, 2013, 14 maybe. I might be lying. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. But so it's been out here. been a while though. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the pull for you for Denver? Like, why do you love it? Um, I feel uh, one thing uh, that's that's great about Denver is um, well, first off, the weather isn't like is like I thought it was gonna be like freezing cold. I like I hate cold weather. Um, here it's kind of like a like I'm used to humidity too. So like in the summertime, you know, we get like a bunch of gnats and bugs and all this stuff. You know, you know, y'all don't get that out here. Or we don't, you know, it's out here, or whatever. Um, another thing too, just so much to do. Um, like, you know, you can go downtown, you can go to a professional basketball game, professional football game, professional baseball, soccer, like it's like one of the only cities that does it. And I love, I love sports. So it's, um, mm. especially like hockey, like I never experienced that growing up. Um, um, we do have like the Carolina Hurricanes in Carolina. Um, and they, they, they decent, but I, you know, I didn't go to a game, um, I didn't go to a hockey game. I'm not a, like the biggest hockey fan. I just love sports. Like I watch any like playoff sports. Um, I might not watch the regular season, but playoffs, like I'm gonna I'm check it out or have some type of knowledge. So, um, but not only that, um, a lot of the outdoor stuff. I'm, I'm not. I never was like too big on hiking, but it's, it's beautiful here. Um, you know, going snowboarding and things like that, especially coming from like the beach. It's like the, you know, the, the opposite of that. Um, so getting to experience those things here, um, food, I, I feel like Denver is very open to like, like food, like the South you have, like, you know, everybody understands like the soul food and the type of food the South has, which is, which is wonderful. Um, coming out here, they take on like a boat. I feel like more cultures, um, here. So you can kind of like, if I want to try this, I want to try that. Um, mm-hmm. you kind of like people can kind of, um, establish themselves here. 
um, in different ways, not in just restaurants, but other ways too. Um, so it's, it's, um, I like, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yes. So exciting. I, I know zero things about sports. Um, cause <laughs> I like yes. Um, I only watch football cause the men are in tight white pants and that's nice. And then I like, uh, <laughs> I like the pants of the baseball. No, I like the shirts of the baseball players and I like the shirts of the basketball players. Right. Um, I think it's kind of cool when they get in fights in hockey. That's pretty hot. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> that's about it. That's all I know. That's all right. I know. So, <laughs> that's it. It's so embarrassing. It's, it's enough <laughs> yeah. to get you going, right? Enough to, you know, it's right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it's very true. Um, but yeah, like over here in China, they love the Denver Nuggets. I don't wow. know why, but like of all the teams, every everyone's like, you know, they look at me and they're like, you're America. Yeah. Or first they ask if I'm African. I'm like, no, I'm from America. And they go, oh, Denver Nuggets. And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> so random. I don't, I think there was a Chinese basketball player for the Denver Nuggets. Played for the Nuggets. Kind of brought some attention. Is that who? Yeah. I'm, they love I'm guessing. Oh yeah, yeah there's only two of them that I know of is um Yao Ming and uh what's the other dude? Um he used to play for the Knicks, um Jeremy Lin. I'm the only two I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the the people over here they love basketball. They are all about it. Cause um when That's the cool. country was shut down and when it started to open up again, the government allowed them to watch. American basketball, but that was oh, it. Wow. Well, that's why they like basketball so much. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes, yeah, so all is, these kids they don't want to play basketball. It's cute. They're all terrible. Is, I said they're terrible. <laughs> oh, they are terrible at basketball, but they love it. <laughs> You'd be a star. Mm-hmm. I don't that's want to break funny. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you play sports before? I did. I played uh, football and track. I ran track for a little bit. Oh, are you short distance or long distance? Um, I did like I did a little. All right, so not not long distance like the long distance was like 400 meters, um, which is you know a lap around the track. So I had did that. I did that was like the longest. Um, so I did the relay four by one, um, four by four, and then four by one and two, um. But as I got older, I, like, stopped doing. That was kind of more like middle school. Like, like mm-hmm. with ninth and 10th grade, I did um, track. And then uh, football was, like, the thing I did majority of my life. So, really? nothing, nothing, nothing serious. But you're just growing up with football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Excellent. Yeah. So, you were into sports, into physical things, and then you transitioned into what in order to get to where you are now? What was that journey I, like for you? That's a great question. Um, I honestly, it was between like I wanted to be a radiologist and then physical therapy, um, which are like you know kind of two different things, but still in the health and the body. And um, I had joined this group. It's called uh, Coastal AHEC, and it was like they took took like a group of um, minorities that were like 
I don't even know how we, I think we were nominated, like, based on, like, your grades and, like, your personality and stuff. And they were trying to get more minorities into, like, the health field. Um, so that's what made me even look at, like, radiology. Because um, I'm not even going to lie, as a kid, I didn't know. I'm like, what is that? And we got introduced to probably mm. by, like, eighth grade. And um, anyway, I switched to physical therapy. I, I want to be a dentist. Excuse me. I want to be a dentist a little bit, too, right after that. I kept switching. And then I realized I didn't want to work in, like, some tiny space, like, working with somebody's mouth all day. Um, and then I started becoming, like, more, like, I think with witnessing things, like, in my family, with health, like, we had a period where, like, people was just, like, struggling with it and um, and then dying, too. And even now to this day, um, it was just, like, a big thing. So, um as I was in school, for, uh, and I, oh, I switched to, started switching to PT probably by like my senior year in like high school. Cause I had spoke with like a um, uncle we hadn't like talked to in like in, in some years or whatever and whatnot. And um, it was kind of like my first time meeting him because I didn't remember him as a kid. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did, but it just didn't have like a relationship. And anyway, he was doing physical therapy, so he's telling me like, hey, you know, these are what I do, and I'm like, that'd be cool. Like you help people all day and in working out and then end up going looking towards personal training because he was like hey if you want to work with me you got to uh you know i would recommend like getting a certification in training and you could you know come up here in new york and new york was a spot actually i was going to go to um new york or california i was going to go to before here and um you know coming here and then uh kept in going i kept going with, with personal training mm-hmm. and here we are years later still doing the same thing Wow. I love it. So um, since this is your background, um, Mm -hmm. can you share with folks what is happening with black bodies and health right now? Like, can you give us some context about like what you're seeing, what's in the news, the realities, like that sort of thing? I know, like, you're, I'm just asking you this on the spot, but can you give us, like, a 30,000 view of, like, what's going right. on? Right. Great question. Um, it's kind of like a couple of viewpoints I'm going to tap on. Um, one thing with health, you know, you we look at, like, how um, history affects to the day, and um, particularly for Black people is, you know, we look at, like, towards opportunity and then, like, neighborhoods and redlining and the whole nine. And you can look at like certain areas in the city, even within Denver. And um, you can look and see like, all right, this area, you know, they have more black people. You'll see more fast food places there. Mm. Um, But not only that, just like with opportunity, um, it comes to the financial standpoint as well. Not even just financial standpoint, not saying like all black people don't have money. I definitely not saying that at all. But. Um, because of opportunity, we can look at like the numbers on aspect of like if a African American man or woman has like a four year degree, they typically are paid almost the same amount as like a um a white uh, man or woman without the degree, right? So you mm-hmm. take that consideration. So it's like you know even for us like the mentality is like um focusing on like surviving instead of focusing on like living. So when you have like the mentality, it's not like just people just, you know, um, you know, just, just dealing that it's a reason for that. Just the way America has been set up. 
um, as we're going through that change, those are some of the things. So you have that lot of chemicals and things like that we're putting food. And not even just that, just like even like the knowledge of like things, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a great thing. We have the Internet now, but a lot of people just didn't know. Um, we were in school. Um, they taught us that pizza was 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 healthy. You know, they say hey, you get your cheese in, you got your dairy, you got your your protein. in. if you got sausage or pepperoni and the whole nine. So like even with that, um, just coming through with it, you know, um, just trying to change like the the, 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 the awareness of it. Um, but then again, you we also have um, just for everybody is um, where people are like wanting to live like a life like um, I guess a celebrity or wanting to live like their best life, and so they you know people the or the American dream they wanted to break their neck instead of putting values on on like their health. You know, one of the first things that we think about like if a person's about to die is is your health you don't think about like your car your clothes or your house um so i feel like the change on that and there's nothing wrong with having nice things but it's just what the way people like kind of prioritize things um i feel like uh, even with that with like with with training um i feel like you know just people sent not everybody once again but it's it's, it's definitely a, a energy that's very effective in the american society mm-hmm. Um, where people are putting their putting um, materials above like themselves. Um, so I feel like those uh, to me, I feel like those are some of the things that um, that that are affecting. Um, another thing, too, like I, I want to tap back in into the awareness is the great thing about the awareness that is a movement. I've been seeing people like um, with changing the diet, especially like the the, the, the vegan or plant based community. It's been, you know, noticeable about how people are, um, how American has been doing things with like our, our meat and food. And so they, you know, taking a stance with that. And I actually do um, a lot of um, plant based meals. I, I limit my meat um, and do I do everything at least organic or free range. And then, you know, there's a whole nother topic outside of that, too. But. I try to do like locally, you know, uh, grown like with the states or chicken, whatever the meat is, try to do it as like as healthy as possible um, mm-hmm. um, for that, for those reasons. So I think we're moving in a good direction, but it's still, uh, we still got ways to go. Definitely do. Um, I personally played around with being plant-based uh, last year because um when I moved here I had zero intention of cooking in my house because I was tired of it and because I'm not interested in having bugs in my house and so then the um coronavirus hit all my restaurants shut down and I was like well I'm about to starve I'm gonna have to eat in my house and so I did plant-based for about seven months last year and it was it was great but also like Chinese people they eat everything and for me it's just like, what are we doing, friends? And so, um, you know, it's definitely a, a much more ethical way of eating an animal because they eat every. There's no waste. But also, right. like, I'm not about to, like, dine on duck tongues and oh, pry open a mouth and right. be like, oh, my God, the tongue's my favorite. I'm not doing that. So right. <laughs> um, you think a lot about the industry because, like, you know, over here, um, chicken breasts are super cheap because they trained all the people to value chicken wings. And I was like, that's not even oh, good quality. Yeah. And like, they'll, 
they mail the they ship over chicken feet from America over here to China because they love the chicken feet over here and they ship the chicken breast to the states. Like it's wild. It's amazing. Wow. So wow. Mm-hmm. food That's industry is it is fascinating. It's fat. I'll send you some pictures of the duck tongues. It's so gross, y'all. And then like the uh, goose necks. They like the necks. So they're just like chewing on them, like walking down the street. And I'm like, that's a yes. neck, Frank. You want to talk right. about this neck? See, um, we got to take you. We got to take you back down south. They be eating all the cow tongue and pig tail. Yes. And all pig feet. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of southern folks when they come over here, they're like, man, I grew up on this. China's a right. <laughs> I have Denver diet. I don't know what this is, friends, but y'all Southern people, I live, y'all live the best life. It's great. Hey, I ain't gonna but lie. Goes, I'm from down south. Yeah. I don't even eat all that, so it's, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I am team kale salad all day with a little pepita seeds. Like that's where with feta cheese. That's that's me. But I'm not about right. to eat or no. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's fascinating. So I know when I was listening to you speak on like health in the black community like access is a really big thing right now and um highlighting the need just to be able to get um good information um and such how what is happening in the health industry with um like black coaches helping black people or black professionals helping the black community like what are you all prioritizing to help um close the gap and to advocate for people and um market even to get black folks to change their ways and to re-edu- not re-edu- re-educate but just to expand what we've been doing traditionally that not all the time is great so what are y'all doing right oh uh, that's a great question um I feel like one thing with it is like um, creating um, it's like like creating a culture and I I elaborate on that and what I mean by that is like um, there's a few different there's like a few different ways um, so like one way is like um, I think you know coming up with the somebody some of the guys are coming like soul cycling. Um, I thought that was dope. Um, I was, a, you know, I was a fan of it. Like, I mean, I could never instruct or anything like that, but you know, witnessing people do it and bringing that type of energy, I feel like um, one thing with like black people when they come together and have like a great time, I feel like like that, like like our energy is just, it's, it's just, a, it's just like a wonderful thing. It's like, a, you know, mm. we appreciate this moment right now, um, this time, and I feel like that that carries on into like. Some of the fitness aspect, like I seen, um, was it Soul Cycle? Uh, what's another one? Um, like some of the step classes um, that I've witnessed. Um, even with like, if you watch like uh, some of the other workouts that they have, you can even look at like Peloton and like some of the energy that comes into like the class, like the type of music that they use and the. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the energy it all stimulates from like those type of classes from these guys they're just local hometown heroes that's oh that's in the fitness and they just started and then the internet just kind of takes it um so i feel like that's a 
it's a it's a it's a big stamp in the in the culture on that aspect and with that that kind of carries on to like everything else um especially like you say for a month like this month black history month is people learning like the um or, or understanding every year on like the you know the our influence um on american history um then people i feel like that that kind of kind of uh pushes pushes out the energy with that a little bit for me it does anyway i'm speaking for personal experience like every february it's like all right um year round feel like i can be great in february it's like all right this is where we came from i think i like stories from like my grandparents and things like that um and parents too telling me but anyway um i feel like i, I feel like our energy has a big deal with it with the culture which brings to like professionals such as like myself and even like um uh doctors or pts um it, and it brings it it brings the it connects the gap um for mm-hmm. that. so i think that's a i think that's a um and then also feeding information off the internet and having interviews such as this one people are able to you know with, with t- technology today people are able to listen and 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 grasp um from those so everything is it kind of connects in I think it mm-hmm. like all together from the energy. I think it, it. I think it's doing a. I like it. It's doing a great job. I like it. I, yeah, I'm loving what I'm seeing with the energy within the black community in the states. And I, I'm a little salty because like I left right as it was happening, like beginning right. to like do third, and I was like, I'm missing all the fun. But I'm rooting for y'all. I am. I appreciate so it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. How. Let's see. Do you feel as though, let's see, what can you, and I'll ask you this question again and later, but like, what can you tell white folk, white health professionals who are working with Black populations in order to, you, I don't like using the word ally, or advocate, but like to, to, because they like white folks aren't us. And so what um, suggestions do you give to folks who are in health capacities who are like, I see the gaps and I know the statistics. I want to help, but I don't know what to do now. What do you, what do you suggest for them? What insight or perspective do you have for them? Um, that's a great question. Um, I feel like even um I feel like um I'm gonna put it I mean I think listening is like one thing um I'm not saying that you know everybody don't listen but there's like a way that you know is taught and with school and things like that but a lot of times like we can see that's the point of this one too black people been left out um and it's always left out, like, you know, especially like our history and everything else. So I think the listening aspect is, a, um, is, is you know, needs to be done. And what I mean by that is just like, I like to go towards like black women with health. Um, it's uh, it's um, with certain things that go on. And even for me, like, I don't understand everything for, about like, you know, the dip of the, the health, of, like black women with, you know, just women and men's bodies are different. So they're going to need their different needs. Um, um, you know those things. It just needs to be needs to be listened. Not even just listened to, but observed. Um, 
And number two, the uh, I think bringing the knowledge of like uh, of health towards an individual and really focusing on like, hey, these are like the things you need to do. Preventative health, um, mm-hmm. I think, is needs to be the biggest thing to like like talked about because. Um, with that knowledge, you know, people can, they can, you know, we can have a conversation and kind of hash out some of the other things. Because as you discuss in preventative, now that brings the question, more questions in like, all right, cool. And and and, and, and can allow more for one to listen um, as well. Because say, if I say, hey, you know, make sure you get in X amount of water, do this and then X amount of sleep. And then, you know, the conversation of like a lifestyle um, gets can get bought up. They're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. I didn't even realize that. Um, and yes. that's to an open-minded individual. Um, so it opens up more more conversation um, uh, for for those things. Oh, that's so good. Um, excellent. Um, I think those are my all my questions about health and what. Um, so that's like the health side, or not the health side, but like the medical side. What is happening in the 30,000 viewpoint of um, nutrition in black community right now? Um, uh, kind of This one kind of is going to tap back into with the, I feel like the plant-based is like a movement for like health a big, a strong movement for health. Um, not saying everybody jumping on plant-based, but I feel like the awareness aspect, like people say, hey, I'm not doing this because it's chemicals in the food and we need to grow our food or, you know, they're putting X amount of things in the food. Um, and I feel like even if a person isn't plant-based, they are still listening. I feel like that has a big, big movement behind it. But not even that, um, as we went through, um, COVID, I feel like the past what, year is um, people are like, well, I think independency is is has been bigger too amongst like health um, because the grocery stores are just going nuts. You know, people are buying especially toilet paper, but that's not food, but that's still the same energy as everything else. Yeah. Um, and people um, have started like, you know, let me home grow and and do more farming. Um, and then realizing like a lot of the things with the chemicals in the food have been um, have been af- affect health, um, such as like, you know, even like these fast food spots like McDonald's, they're they trying to, you know, they add more salads and stuff over the past couple of years um, just due to the fact on the energy of like um, the awareness of, of health, especially like, you know, you're looking into like the black community, people like, hey, I need to eat more vegetables. But I heard. You know, um, they're doing this, so maybe we need to buy from a farmer locally. Um, I think that's a. I feel like that's a thing that's um, that's definitely growing um, as mm. well. And then also people like uh, understanding like how these things are affecting from like I don't want to say like the basic diseases, but preventable diseases such as like um, diabetes. Um, it's preventable mm-hmm. for the most part and 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 um uh cardiovascular diseases um yeah. are preventable for the most part. So I feel like people are like they're they're they they kept they're they're on it, but it's just now it's just you know, it's just 
you just gotta just keep keep progressing in that aspect. Um, and I'm liking like the I think with the black community too, people are buying buy black more um, now than they ever have. And with buying black more, people are starting. You know, I think that our community is starting to listen as well. Like, all right, this person comes in and says. Hey, it was a girl that had like alkaline water or something. I think she got bought by like a, a, a partnership with Walmart or Target, one of them. I can't remember. But anyway, um, like it was stuff like that. Like, all right, cool. Like if a person never heard alkaline water, they hear that's a big deal. They're like, all right, cool. Like, what's so special about this? Out like it's a great deal. She got a deal, but what's special about alkaline water, right? And then with that, you know, people are like, oh, okay, cool. I need to get more on this alkaline water. And then it opens up more questions. Um, yeah. Well, what's wrong with the regular water, right? You know, if a person who didn't know, and then they say, okay, oh shoot, it has X, Y, and Z in it. Well, we need to at least put a filter on this water right now, then. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with that type of you know movement, and not even just like that, I feel like not even just like it's, it's with with buying black. It's not it's woke. I feel like it woke up America. Like even though black people are doing it, other people are like. I even heard like um, other folks saying, you know, and this it's a thing that, you know, a lot of people do within like their cultures. I feel like within the black community, it's, it's a it's the energy that we needed. I'm not saying that we weren't yeah. doing it before, but it was a, I feel like it was, a, you know, it's a, it's a bigger step now. And it's, 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 it's connecting the people, connecting the people mm-hmm. more. So I like I like where it's going too. I love where it's going. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Just for folks who aren't clear um can you give like a plant-based 101 like four sentences like what is this oh um plant-based great question um you know so one thing what plant-based is is trying to uh is taking out meat out of your diet so what plant-based would mean would be like vegetarian vegan um you may still like vegan like a person may be like if they're they're vegan uh like vegan is like a next level like when it comes to go to the products you use, like, you know, not wearing leather and things like that. Um, but plant-based would be like, you know, still trying to ignore the meat, but maybe not as, um, I want to say hardcore, but like maybe not as all the way in as vegan. Um, mm-hmm. That aspect. So uh, plant-based would be um, staying away from animal products. Because mm. I think like the difference between vegetarian and vegan is animal products. So like there's no right. meat and then Right. Vegan is no animal products. Is that right? Correct. So like vegetarian would be like you could still eat eggs and be vegetarian, but the egg comes from it's a byproduct of animal. Um, you could still be uh, was it ovo? Uh, I I messed the names up, but anyway, you could still ovo lacto. Uh, right. The whole thing. Right. <laughs> they got all the names. Right. They but anyway, you could. Names. Right. You could um, still like some people just eat uh, fish and everything else is that um, or some people just they eat, you know, something like do dairy and still do majority of um, of, of, of veggies. I um, mean, vegan is like, nah, we like we not we not playing with it. We done. <laughs> we just done with no type of meat. We don't want no type of meat like on the plate. We don't want it touch nothing. We don't want like, the you know, the material. Um, that's, that's, that's the vegan community. Um, shout out to them for their strong strength. And I, I do, I do a lot of plant-based, but I still take in meat. Um, I just don't do it as much. I'll do it like once a day. Um, sometimes a couple times a day, 
Um, but I, I, I'm very like, I used to buy like a, you know, bunch of it, but the type of, you know, the type of meat I purchased now compared to years ago, it's like, it costs a lot more. Um, but not only just, you know, for cost, I don't need as much of it. Um, so it kind of works itself out. So like my, like the grocery bill, like actually what I purchased, the amount is, hasn't changed. The only time it goes up is if the groceries actually go up, but it's actually about the same. Wow. Excellent. Okay. Um, let's talk about what you're doing. So it's called wellness. What wellness 365. Okay, tell us all about it. What is this? Perfect. So Wellness 365 is something I actually came up with like a year, actually about a year ago today. Um, Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Ah. Right? (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, We've, it's um, it's a coaching service that I've been like wanting to like, that I came up with just from like one-on-one training, I would have a client come in and we would like talk and I would follow, do like follow-ups with them as they train or the small group or whatever. But one thing that I found was like the biggest struggle for people was like, once they got it on their own, like people would come with me or if I talk to them, they do good. Or if I give them something to follow, you know, they kind of stay on it for the most part um, or stay, you know, have some structure anyway. But the thing is, it was just like, it's like knowledge. It was like, all right, cool. I know the e-health. Like, I can give give a person something. They say, I can just follow X, Y, and Z. But the thing is, I wanted them to, like, learn. Um, and if you look at, like, a lot of, like, um, programs, like, and this, and they, they, you know, people sell, like, information and things like that. But application is a whole nother ballgame. So mm-hmm. one thing with Wellness 365 is, like, it helps, like, with the application of, like, doing that. So if a person's out. You know, I could tell a person, hey, this is process sugar, don't do this. But they get on their own, it's, it's you know, it's different once you on the court or on the field trying to play, right? Um, so I say, hey, you know, watch for this and this right here isn't good because of that. If you go out and eat, this is what they're going to do. And it's not the same as, you know, even though this seems healthy, um, it's not because of X, Y, and Z. And they're like, oh, okay. So it opens, hits this light bulb and it's, um, it's been a great thing, especially with with like during COVID. Um, they get like workout videos um, that I you know that I do, and they you know see me on the screen. They follow you know whatever I'm doing up there, um, uh-huh. as well as um, yeah, as well as just like yeah, a bunch of different recipes and stuff like that that I have like my team kind of put together and stuff. So it's it's a like it's a it's a it's a it's a program set up for success. Like I I just really thought of like all the strengths and weaknesses that people would need it outside of like me with me and it's been working though it's, it's, it's been a good thing i'm a fan of it congratulations on being a fan of what you created because not everybody can say that that's amazing mm-hmm. yes thank you, thank you wow uh you mentioned a team so who who is in your team and like also, how is your uh, program different than like the ninety eleven thousand other th- other health? Because Denver, it's a it's a healthy city uh, in right. most of the communities. Um, one thing I like about yours is like I don't know, it's it's more accessible to regular people budgets rather than some of these fancy people. Um, 
But yeah, so how is yours different than what you're seeing in the industry? And then also, um, who is on your team? Like, what things are people getting from Wellness 365? Um, so how does your program stand out from the 911,000 other um, things that are happening within the Denver health uh, industry? And... Um, Let's talk about your team. Like, that's really cool that you have a team. Right. Uh, thank you. Um, what, one thing with my program that stands out is is solving, like, the needs, um, especially once it comes to, like, you know, online and things. Because I work with people from, like, all over America. I got a couple of them overseas, as, well, as long as they speak English overseas mm-hmm. as well. And um, the thing with is actually, like, I think uh, – I want to get on the aspect of like application. Um, the tools are out there. Everybody gives like, I feel like um, they give like, they'll give like certain things to follow, whether it's like a, a challenge or, or, you know, do this program, but no one still really like knows like how to do, it. you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like watching somebody do math, a math problem and like, Hey, that makes sense. And then they ask you to do it. You're like, Oh, I can't really. I don't remember how they did it. So the difference between like that is like me actually teaching them to be able to do this math problem um, over and over and over. And it's not an overnight thing. It's a thing that like staying in. And then not only that, the uh, accountability behind it. um, I feel like it's like phenomenal. Um, And then the different things like meals and things like that, that they get. like it's like a lot of people. I don't know how to eat healthy. Or I don't know what to eat, or, or the cost of eating healthy costs a lot. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I, we figured out, or I figured out all those things. I'm like, all right, what I need to do, and spoke to people with like with um, I got like a person that does like the nutrition or helps out with the nutrition. So we mm-hmm. come up with like meals that you know people can prepare. That's like simple. You don't have to be able to be like the best cook. Um, in there, you know, if you're on a budget, it's perfect for you. If you want to like. You know, we give you something like you want to kind of fix something up and challenge yourself cooking. You can do that. Or we put together something that's like something simple, like with, yeah. you know, that costs a, literally a couple bucks. So we try to keep it like a few uh, a few bucks per meal um, mm. on, a, on a grocery budget. Ooh, I like a, cu- a couple bucks a meal. That's that's great. Because I think a lot of times people are like, well, I can't eat healthy because like it's expensive. But right. You have options. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then they get the workouts and things like that, too. Um, just, like, focus on body transformation. So, honestly, like, I'm, I'm very confident in this program. Like, if a person signs up, the only the thing is is just um, is building, like, motivation. If I could build, like, the program is built, you could always build more motivation with anything. Not with just, especially fitness. But that's, like, the biggest thing that, you know, that I try to focus on. Um, as well on top of those things so it's like to me it's like if you sign up if you don't win it's you know it's and it's different things that happen to people um but if they don't like and it's not a oh once again not an overnight thing but it's you know like it's set up for success like it's some in my eyes it's it's um and it's not me just thinking for me it's like it's actually taking like surveys and i got a person handling like the helping with the admin and stuff because i'm not you know doing websites and technology is not what i do so I was like, let me take my time and let me focus on what I do best. And I, I feel like that's the that's been like the um the, the 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 greatest thing about like the program is 
we're able to keep balance and like really focus in. I feel like I'm this isn't like if it was a program and I needed it, I would purchase this program. Like, oh, that's that's key right there. You would buy your own stuff. That's right. That's important for sure. Are you able to turn your video on? Because I I might put this on YouTube. I'm not really sure, but yes. Yeah. Uh, is it not showing? Yeah, it's not showing right now. I don't know, but it's okay. If you figure it out, great. If not, then it's okay. All right. Um. Hmm. Can you speak about, and then we'll get back into your business, but I think this is an important thing for, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say millennials, but folks, oh, there you are. Okay, um, you said you hire people so that you can focus on what you do best. Right. That's really, cool. can you talk about this? Because that's, that's important. I like that. Correct. Um, one thing that I... Uh... I had learned from that was like um, I had owned like a, a, a group of a few locations and studios, um, fitness studios. And the biggest thing I had, like the issue I had with that was like um, I had on way too many hats. It was just like always like, you know, just dealing with it. And um, then also like people like dealing, I dealt with some like some racism, too. So, like, you're trying to deal with that. Like, people, like, hey, they doing this, you know, on top of it. Why trying to make sure you get advertising done? Then do training yourself and make sure to. And I'm, I was I was big on, like, making sure the studio was clean just because gyms get dirty. You know, a whole lot of germs and things like that. Plus, it's just the way people, like, come in and, you know, just first impressions of everything. Um, and I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, really enjoy, like, I didn't just enjoy what I did, but I just, I just, I could, it wouldn't, it wasn't effective. And I had like, um, started like the base. I felt like if it wasn't for someone, I had like a couple of other things that happened too, but, um, it didn't allow me to like, like really grow like the program. It was just kind of like, all right, it was, you know, it was kind of maintaining. It started to me, it was like that. It was going to get to like a corporate feel. And I didn't want that. Um, where it's just like, all right, we come up with this program and, and, you know, we just kind of focus on like the business part and people mm -hmm. see that, um, people, people see that. So it was, it was a, um, I was like, you know, I got to be able to do, uh, the things to grow because it's, you know, you, one thing with like fitness, it has to like, you have to adapt. It's almost like the, it's not as, it's not as changing as like the, the, the a clothing industry, like. One thing was like clothes, like you have to, it's a di different style every six months, right? Something be in and out of yeah. style. Even with well, like music nowadays, um, it'll, it'll, you know, just something hot always coming up. So fitness isn't as, you know, is, 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 you know, it's changing on that, but it's still, you have to have some type of energy to kind of keep people motivated and going. Motivation yeah. is like a huge, not, not only just proper programming, but like motivation. Um, and accountability was like two things that I was like needs to be like important. Um, yeah. And that's and that's different than the other programs. So that was the thing. So um, afterwards, I was like, you know mm -hmm. what? What can I do like for the future? In like twenty about twenty fifteen, um, I got like some information on like how the internet and stuff like that was gonna grow for like fitness, and I started seeing it like it changed. And it was mm -hmm. already going into like group stuff, so you could see like 
like I brought up the soul cycling and, and these step classes was like a big thing. And then I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I need to figure out how to integrate like technology because um, with technology, you can you can bring more accountability and, and motivation with these things. So I was like, well, I need to be able to do it. So I switched up. I got a team together and then started applying all those things into one. And then um, this how this came about. And now it's been, you know, it's great. Like I speak with, with wish I got a, a lady out there and uh, I think she's in, I think she's in, where's she at? She's somewhere in the UK. I mean, somewhere out there in Europe, like, or she was in the Middle East. Anyway, it's like three people that I like train from <laughs> over there. Um, so it's pretty dope. I got like, uh, I had a lady in Ghana too that I was working with. So it was pretty cool too. Oh, I love it. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's pretty pretty cool just use it, but um, but anyway, yeah, but using the team to kind of focus on those, um, it keeps balance and it keeps strength on all pigs at the table, um, yeah, and and creating those solid pigs was just was was awesome. Like, and I still have like input and say so like on certain things, um, but it's just that all right, you know, as long as I know this is getting handled. So if I have like a busier day, this is still being done when I'm not looking. And I think, and then not just being done, it was, it's being done greatly. It's being done. So it's, it's a, they're putting in good work. So that was the biggest thing. So um, back yeah. to your, your question about like people want to be entrepreneurs. Um, I think uh, that is a lesson that I would definitely, if I could tell my, even myself years ago, that's a lesson that I would definitely um, take, like, don't do, and it's something I kind of knew how to do anyway, but I just didn't realize I was doing it. Um, like, for instance, I ran a T-shirt business and we would go around and um, we were like we focused on like fraternities, and sororities. And I didn't make not one T-shirt. You know, it was just it was an idea that I wanted to do and teamed up with somebody who was, had a business. And the business was up in Virginia and I'm in Carolina. <laughs> so we would drive to Virginia. Uh, me and the other guy I worked with, um, he would uh, actually do the designing and like the tech work. And then I would just help uh, with the vision of the, mm-hmm. the business and just like, hey, we should do this or we should do this and we should go here and like how to, you know, marketing and how we should market mm-hmm. online. Like he didn't know how to do any of that. Neither did she. She was the, the, the she was the uh, she was a lady who who owned this huge press. And we were like, hey, you know, we want to do business with you. So she's like, all right, cool. I make these shirts and then, you know, y'all do the rest. And then we were like, all right, cool. So we sent the designs and we just did that. And um, it was a it was an easy process and um, it was an easy process. So uh, we, uh, you know, it makes you be able to love what you're doing. Um, and I feel like new entrepreneurs that do come in, like, not to like to really have a plan like their business plan and really focus on what you do and figure out how like having yeah. that plan is key um uh, and once they have that 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 you know those things put together and taken care of you can now focus and really grow like your your business and they expect not to make any money like a lot of people try to be like oh you know you see this and they jump in man it might be you know uh uh a year before you know you kind of start seeing profit even if you have like a few Five thousand coming every month, but you got to make sure everybody's taking care of the business, and people have to think, make sure the business is taken care of. And it's tough, you know, a person mm-hmm. is trying to jump in. If you're trying to jump in and don't have that much, like I get it. Um, yeah. Then I've been there too. 
So, um, but still have a plan on how to um, get some of those things done or how to get out of that rut, you know, and, and, and having a job, I, I feel like, you know, probably, you know, it's a great thing to have, even if you stock into something at a grocery store late night, you know, and making sure it runs and to have some help. You got to be there in the morning and, you know, I get it with like health and stuff like that. Like it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. A business is hard. Um, so your health and stuff, and you still have to make sure, even if you're not able to get it, like sleep, I get it. Sometimes they might not get a bunch of sleep, but keeping in mind Sunday, hey, you know, Thursday and Friday might only got four hours of sleep, but Sunday, I'm going to make sure I sleep 10 hours. But it's just having that conscious if you go through that, um, when things kind of level out, then you, you you still, you set your foundation with your work level and having the conscious on your health as well. So those mm-hmm. would be my I know that was kind of like a long explanation, but that's 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 a that's that's a key. That's a those that's a to me that's like a major a major thing to have set just that plan and and have a team and just building your team. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, I you covered so many parts that that was really helpful for the entrepreneurs. Um, I know how I don't know how to make money but this is my first venture in entrepreneurship has been uh, my little situation over here in China and like I at the beginning did not sleep much like and I was like this is this is hard like yeah it's right (laughs) it's no joke and I have zero dollars so like that's how this is is, is disrespectful (laughs) so yeah it was was intense Mm -hmm. yeah but now, like, I'm starting to see the fruit of my labor. And I was like, okay, right. now I have $5. We working on it. We moving in the right direction. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I would, um, even for, like, your business, too, like, um, a thing I recommend, and it's great that you bought that up. Like, a lot of people have, like, great ideas. And a lot of people, honestly, can't sell. And that's fine. Like, to be able to sell, like, I think. You know, that's part of like the business too. Like, how do you sell or like, or even come up with how do you make money? Um, mm-hmm. just uh, my fault. Somebody thought I exit that, but anyway, um, somebody uh, just find somebody who who knows how to make, who knows how to do it. Um, yeah. if this person is a great salesman that has a dope vision or has good connections, just have them do it. That's it. Just have yeah. them do it. That's the easy, especially with selling. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, yes. Excellent. Um, yeah. So with your what other things do you want to share about Wellness 365? Like, how is it working for folks? Um, I think it's interesting uh, before you answer the your tagline of trans is personal transformation or transformation? Yeah, body, body, transformation. body transformation. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Okay, what else you want to share? Um, I'm not only just like a, it's like a, a cogent thing. It is a um, like you know they do get the workout videos and things like that. So it's a, um, I try to make it like a one-stop shop in that area. Um, and you know if you you know if a person's focused really focused uh, wanting to get this transformation, is to uh, just hop in. With both feet, you know, it's, you don't have to do anything else. You just hop in and just follow. Just really follow. If you just follow, follow and listen, um, you're good. Um, the other thing we got, I wanted to share with Wellness 365, though, is I am looking at wanting to add um, 
more different things on the aspect. And I know COVID hit. It's crazy that COVID, like, like it was kind of a gift and a curse. Like people home more, so you know the business was able to take off. Um, probably, probably faster than probably normally would. But um, number two is like some of the things I wanted to add is like uh, once again talking about like that culture, right? And then feeding off of that, like looking at like um, what what some of these other groups did, but like how do you know, just I wanted to bring like this this community and this family. So we wanted to do I wanted to do a big trip every six months. And that's the next thing that I'm working on. So if you, you know, a person wants to get like a body transformation and then, you know, get ready for like a big trip and include it and have like the shred program or muscle building, whatever the goals are, and then jump and go to like Cancun or go to like, you know, whatever. Like it don't even matter. Like I'm trying to do something crazy. Like I want to. Oh my yeah, we can God! Take, we go, so yeah, cool. we go. Like yeah, we gonna go to the Bahamas. I mean, this is them. Them. Like I just love the beach area. But like some people, like whatever the, the ideas are, like I'm open to it. So the first one I want to plan to just go to the Caribbean. Um, and even the cities, you know, those are big ones. But even like cities, I kind of want to do something every, like you know, in between like the six months to three months. Like maybe go people come out here to Denver. Uh, go to Houston or go to, um, I don't know, uh, anywhere. I'm just wanting to, like, just have this, this the fun behind it. Like, that, like that's a motivation, right? So those are the next things that I'm wanting to do. I would get a six-pack in order to go on a vacation. That's the way. <laughs> see, exactly what you just said is, like, that's the way people, like, my, my group is, like, working with that. They're, like, you know, we trying to, like, we would love it. Because it's motivation. Like, if you get ready to go somewhere... And then not only go somewhere, but, you know, uh, the price isn't crazy. You're like, what is going to cost that? Um, like, well, shoot, I'm, I'm ready. You know, you can take your friends with you. You can take whomever. Um, and then you're going to be more, you're going to be motivated. Then you have a good time. So it's, it's a no-brainer. I would <laughs> you know, the Caribbean 100%. Right. I be down there. Say the F word. I would still say the F word, but right. I would say less. <laughs> I would say it a little bit less. That is the coolest idea. Oh, how fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, people are interested. Yeah. Whoever listening, like, if y'all are interested, go ahead and, like, join now. Like, because this is something we actually talking about and doing, um, like, right now. So this, is, this should <laughs> so be happening fun. soon. Man, Cancun, y'all got tacos and abs to get. Right, there. right. <laughs> That's going to be the crazy <laughs> part. <laughs> That's, That's the gonna best. Be, <laughs> That's going to be the And the crazy part on it, like, while we out, like, I'm going to teach, like, I don't mind people having fun, but you work so hard, you can, now you can play a little bit. But the people going to learn, like, how to, like, even eat to, like, maintain it, even drink, like, all right, yeah. like, you know, drinking, like, all right, cool, we can go out here and drink and not feel, like, guilty. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because they know, they're like, oh, I'm still going to be fine because of this does this to the body and, you know, the amount of processed sugar in this or, and how to look for it. It's going to be a dope experience. Oh my god, that's so dope! I I love the creativity. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Try. Yes, you get an A plus on that one. That was excellent. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so great. Okay, um, for those folks who um they are not happy where they are, and they want to become the best version of themselves or just to get out of their rut whether the rut is a life thing or if it's a health thing because I'm pretty sure that the principles of get out of the rut is the same of like 
if you're chub chub or if you hate your job or if you are just miserable or something like that what do what do you tell people what can you tell people to take that first step the first to to figure out okay i'm tired where i am and i'm done so what do we do now um the first thing is like mentally i want them to ask themselves like what are you willing to give up Mm. right so it has to be something that you sacrifice it has to be something that they are willing to give up um if you look at like like they got some like um speaking of fraternity sororities those are some people who who um they have you know whatever the things that they go through um they go through all of these like challenges as they're trying to become mm-hmm. um you know a part of the, the group same thing like the military um they're going through boot camp and but as you go through this the thing is a person has to think or whatever decision we make you have to give something up right so we looking at it like each person you look at per, take a person life and we like, all right, what does a healthy person look like? We can kind of envision like, all right, they probably eat clean. They probably work out, blah, blah, blah. What does an unhealthy person do? A person can answer these things. They probably eating candy or come up with whatever assumptions that are probably right. The things are, is like, well, what is something that that person loves that they're holding on to? And they don't want to give up. And it's always something. Once they give that up, then they're serious. Mm-hmm. And once they give that up, then they're serious. And I can tell, you know, like, even when we're going through, like, we're asking the questions, like, all right, I can tell, like, which level that they're at. They kind of, like, um, I, had a, I spoke with somebody who was wanting to be a client the other day, and um, I had to, like, you know, I was painting that picture um, for them and saying, like, you have to, like, if you don't, if, you, if you're not able to give this up, you're not going to make the change. And the reason for that because that's who they are at that moment that is who they are we have to believe us we have to believe first if you want to be a um a a football player you want to be a business owner if you want to be this everybody around you already has this image of you anyway so no one's going like a lot of time especially entrepreneurship um excuse me uh especially entrepreneurship um no one, I don't care what they say. No one, like people be like, hey, you know, they're motivating that. They say you do good until like you time to put your foot down and time get tough. You in that six months, you know, it's going to get tough. So you, whatever you had to sacrifice to get that, you had to give that all the way up. Because them tough times is what's going to affect the person. They'll be motivated mm-hmm. right then. You know, I'm a person could get dumped or a person could like someone could have said something negative to somebody or the doctor might have. Um, you know, inform them about their health not being the best. So those things give like a temporary motivation. But what's going to keep them in the long run? And those are the things like when the times get tough, they have to find their why. Um, so that during those tough times, they are, they, 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 their foundation is so strong that they're finding by help, but setting that foundation is giving something up. It's giving mm-hmm. something up. They got to give it up. They got to. And it's not an overnight thing. Like if I say, hey, I got to give up sugar. Sugar is a hard thing to get rid of. It is a very mm-hmm. hard thing to get rid of. It is set up um, the processed sugar. And I give these two things about processed sugar. It comes from a plant called the sugar beet, which is also uh, genetically modified, um, you know, with its growth. And they make them as big as they can so they can sell as much. But then they break it down, processed again into this granulated 
uh, sugar and the granulated particles. So it's, it's processed twice. And it's also set in the way it's built. It's just as the addiction level is just as strong as cocaine. Like if a person dies from sugar and a person mm-hmm. dies from overdose on uh, cocaine, the the brain the 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 brain uh, shape is the exact same. So they have to look at other things like, well, maybe let's check the the blood or the body, whatever things in the body. They do an autopsy. So they have to look. So processed sugar is a tough thing that. And it's something that we, you know, um, look for in Wellness 365 to help, like help too. Um, but it's a, uh, yes, yeah, so it's a, it's a tough thing. So anyway, at long explanation, um, it's just yeah. finding something to give up. Just finding something. Mm-hmm. Once they get like something, and it can't be something easy. It has to be something that's dear. It has to be something. So like, pro- like processed sugar, something that they love, candy or something. It has to mm-hmm. be something. Not even necessarily on food. If a person likes to like stay in bed all day. Gotta get that up. Gotta get up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if they not get, if they 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 want to go out and eat a bunch of times a week, they gotta get that up. Gotta give yeah. it up. They find a bunch of clothes and not, or whatever the case is, materials. And then it's hey, food is expensive. I'm like look, no, you make, you know, you spend all these money. You got a bunch of, you know, Jordans or whatever else they may have. You gotta mm-hmm. like start giving that up. You gotta like, and you can, and what I mean by give that up, just look at a person's budget. And, you look at someone's budget, you see where it goes in. If it's like 5% is really going on better in their health and stuff, the rest of those things determine who that individual is. So to change that, they have to start changing them. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice mm-hmm. is a big thing. Oh, absolutely. I support it. Okay. Um, these are the questions that I ask everybody on my interviews. Um, first question is... What is it like to be black in Denver? What is it like to be a black man in America in 2021? You can answer those in either order, but I want to hear both. Um, being black in Denver with, with um, it's a good question. Being black in Denver is, I feel like, um, how do I put it? One is some of the stuff. All right. So basically, I bring up some experiences is um, let's talk about like studios and things like that. Um, it's so it's it's as you going through that, you know, as you're trying to grow, like you really get to see like the uh, the racism, like, you know, if you talk about right. like and this is and like, you know, you I, a lot of white people even told me this, that that's that's help help um, help me out with business and things, too. It's like, look, these are the things that happen and you have to sometimes I had to have sometimes get a white face to speak um for me because they're not going to talk to me you know yes. just on business relationship I'll give an example as a manager at Chili's in Aurora uh, try to get a business um a partnership with them and to get some things rolling and she wouldn't even speak to me she wouldn't yes. even shake my hand well I walked there with another dude next to me she looked at him this is this right here in Aurora so the manager Chili's in Aurora, um, it was a white lady, older lady, dark hair. I can't remember her name. Um, but those are the type of things that that you'll deal with. Um, so to get those things, and then another thing, but I noticed too, it's like, who do I have to like speak with? If they don't want to work with me, period. Then I shouldn't work with them. They don't deserve mm-hmm. it, right? Because yeah. the, the, the relationship's gonna be rocky anyway. So that's another reason, like even with like my studios i was like nah i shouldn't be giving these people my money if they treat me like this forget that so mm-hmm. um 
I started changing my route with certain things and even watching like the, you know, how, how fitness was turning in the future. Um, happened, you know, happened to be, I'm glad I happened to, you know, the advice I was getting was good advice. Um, and like trying to stay ahead of the curve. But anyway, um, those are some of the things with being black in Denver as a man, uh, that you will, I feel like will encounter And it's all very subtle. Um, so I feel like it's very sort of like state the name, the Stapleton name, you know, that was like, that was something that it was like, why would you name this area this when you know this guy after this guy, when you knew this guy was, you know, a racist, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever it was, some of the KKK. Um, yeah. But those are the things like, but that's the emotion behind it, right? So those are the things I feel like as a black man as you're trying to come up. Um, but in America, um, in America, I feel like being a black man, you, 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 I feel like there's almost a conversation that, that you, that, that you kind of, it's kind of a, you know, it's a support thing, but also I feel like it's a, it's a generational disconnect from the older and the younger generation on the aspect of men. Um, we kind of look through history and some of the things that black men went through is, you know, um, it's, it's a lot of things black men went through is tough. But not only that, things have changed. So like the advice on certain stuff is like different as like knowledge was kept away from them. So a lot of things that, you know, black men are learning, they're still learning to this day um, as well. This is just coming from like, you know, the older, the older generation. So now you go to the younger ones. It's like we figured almost and not saying they they don't have a lot of things that they tell us is definitely, you know, definitely it. But. Um, I just mean like in a household, sometimes you might not understand financial literacy or mm. uh, health, um, those things. So you kind of try to, you know, it's just trying to, it's almost like, and then you, we have the change of like the way jobs and work is, is different. You know, back then you get a good job at a factory, you were, you, you were good. Now it's, you, you know, it's tech, a lot of technology. So it's a new thing that almost everybody's figuring out. But the good thing is that in a way, it, it kind of helps balance the playing field because now we, we, it's a new kind of new thing to create. So you can be a black man as long as you're creative, right? You know, you come yeah. up, you got a good work ethic and you, you're constantly thinking you're around other people that are like you, you know, especially black. And you can grow together and really create something for the next generation coming. Um, so the motivation factor, the hope factor is, is grown, but it's still, but the, um, you know, but the, the American shadow is still, still around as well right so i feel like that kind of sums up the the black men for the day Mm -hmm. i felt that american shadow that was that was poetic that was good um yes um favorite place in denver like you need to take all the people there all the people need to go because you just love it uh downtown that's easy (laughs) i love downtown i love it (laughs) i love it i'm a fan i'm a fan like downtown is just dope like not even just like not talking about like partying nothing but you can do like it still has like it's the downtown denver is like it's not like so me coming to denver oh i thought it was like hgtv right i was Mm -hmm. shocked to see black people here i'm like oh we got some black people out here uh, so yeah. like, that was just all like we seen like even if I asked like some of my friends they like you know they were you know they shot too they thinking the weather's like super crazy I'm like Denver's got like the nicest weather like it's you know I mean it's it's bipolar but <laughs> I mean I, I like it <laughs> bipolar, um, yeah. 
but like downtown is, is everything you can, you know, you can go down there like 16th street mall, you know, and you, you see some, some interesting people there, but you can go to these different restaurants. You can go to like, like I said, the sports, um, you can go to Elitch's, um, it's, uh, you know, around the corner, they got what you can do like a, an ax throwing thing, whatever. They always got some new activity with one up, the spot yeah. one up, you can go play old video games, you, you know, and it's a hangout spot. You can go play, uh, was it table tennis but it's like you know those hangout spots um i think i forget the name of that spot but anyway it's always something down there that's like different with some type of energy you're like hey let me just get away you just go downtown and we do it as well um take your family we go down there and stay at a, like a hotel even though we're still in the city we just stay down <laughs> there and really embrace the the city of denver um and like what it has to like offer and just you know hang out and it's, it's cool I, I like it i like it Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I found out in one of my last interviews, they shut down my favorite Punchbowl Social. That was oh, yeah, I seen that one. Punchbowl Social was dope. Oh, <laughs> I hope they hope yes. they come there. They'll, they'll bring it back. It's tough that COVID, like, you know, is affected by COVID. I literally, like, I had a couple tears. I was like, what? I was looking right. forward to going back. <laughs> right. There's my hair no more. Oh, God, I'm sad. That was right. my spot. Yes. Um, Favorite book um, or book that people need to read that was helpful to you, whatever it is. And then also, um, or your favorite song or the song that's in your head that you're just like, this is a jam. This this is the one. This is the cut right now. Right. Yeah. Um, I read a lot of like, uh, like, um, character and like self awareness books. Um, and growing, right? Um, and still mm-hmm. stuff with, like business and stuff like that too. But um, um, but anyway, it's just to 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 figure out who I am and how I think, and then the world around me. So one book I feel like that is a solid foundation is the book. And this one isn't really like a. This is more of awareness. This isn't really you start know, noticing some things about you in this book. But it, um, but this is more about your how to react to people. It's a very conniving book, so you can't. I, I don't recommend following every single thing in this book. Uh, but it's called Forty Laws of Power. And mm. uh, Fifty Cent is a big fan of it too. Um, I thought it was cool because I had like hopped on it a little bit, and then he kind of like started talking about it. And he made the show Power and everything. And I watched like a, I see a lot of the the chapters that was in Power, um, like. The first one's like never. I don't know. Have you you watched Power? No, cause I I watched like five minutes. I was like my head exploded. It was a little too much. Yeah, but it is a lot, especially the first season. Especially the first mm-hmm. season. But the, like, um, yeah, the uh, <laughs> but anyway, Ghost represents like he does like a lot of the laws and the power, and so does not even just him. It's like all around like the different seasons. But anyway, um. Never the first chapter is never I shine your master, so you can kind of see like you know where it's getting at. But I would anyway, I give it to you of what that means. But anyway, never I shine your master talks about like the example of it is in, in power, like Ghost, the main character, and they have like the dude I can't remember his name, Stein, I think is his name, but he's like the he's like this this investor that's like trying to like like trying to use Ghost in a way for his own gains, and that's his that's Ghost master at the time. But Ghost does a couple of things where he's he, he goes somebody who's above him, uh, which is end up being his wife. And he goes to get everything that he wants. 
from him in the aspect of like the club. Like it was trying to do investments in a club, so he was able to own like the clubs and some other things. But he found some. He, he was able to go with somebody above him. So never I shine your master basically means like if I was at like this grocery store, working at a grocery store, and like um, my assistant, maybe the assistant manager is like above me, and I noticed like they're like a whack assistant manager or something, and and then um, I want to grow within the company. Um, or maybe just not even say assistant manager, just say manager. And then I happen to like meet into like maybe a district manager or owner and I get in with them and then they trying to figure out like, you know, maybe what's not going on. Right. So I show like the best of my qualities in front of them. So they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? We need to get Rico here into this position because and not necessarily like get the other person fired, but the book will recommend you to do that. So that's what I mean by like everything on that aspect. You don't you know you want to like for me, I have like morals. Right. But. The book kind of like tells you like to get here, you know, if you want to grow, like this is like the maximum thing that you could do on the aspect of like, you know, um, if you have no morals, you just really want to grow. But the thing about it is just taking basically some of the meat from the bonus, like what if I need to grow like from that never outshine the master, like um, maybe I need to like be around different people. And another thing never shine your master, you don't want to show the person that's above you, like the manager in this aspect, because they can fire you. They feel like you're a threat, right? And like, you know what, this dude might be a manager too, or he might threaten my position because he's better than me. Mm. She's better than me. So they will try to get rid of you. So anyway, getting from that is for me, I would say, don't let everybody know everything that you know, except for unless you're getting around the right people. So like if I'm sitting here telling everybody all it is, they're going to use they can use it against you. Um, so mm-hmm. those things. Anyway, that's the book. Uh, 40 Laws of Power is a, is a favorite book of mine um, that I'm actually mm-hmm. reading lately. So. Oh, yes. Do you have a song? You don't you're not into songs. Um, I, I've been thinking about this song. Um, it's if you don't, it's OK. Booty. Not like on the aspect of like that, but like a song it hit like. Depend how I feel in the day. So when I'm working out, like long whatever is whatever's like whatever's trap, like <laughs> so I'm just too working yeah. out. But like on the aspect of like outside of that, like um man, I just don't have like a there's so many great artists out here now. Um I don't have like yeah, a particular yeah. song. It's just I, I feel like it's just a mood. Um mm-hmm. jazz is like a big one for me, like when I'm thinking. And then mm-hmm. uh, like if I'm like, I don't know kind of just based upon my move, I'm motivated, ready to go, like, you know, maybe like some, like, working and stuff like that, I throw in, like, some of the Nipsey Hustle in there, um, and Jay-Z. Oh, yes. I listen to, you know, I live over here in the land of soy sauce, and so when I go running, I listen to, like, super ratchet stuff, and it's yeah. really like yes. my headphones. I'm yeah. killing my runs, and yeah, I'm like, me. it's all murder and <laughs> up stuff and hoeing and it's the best the whole night, <laughs> and then me. you know i'm walking past these people who you know they're just living their best lives and super quiet and stuff and i'm like I have no yeah. idea you doing all kinds no of idea. things with them. <laughs> <laughs> you in a whole new a whole new world with the headphones on <laughs> it's yep. so nice it's so nice yes um i appreciate that i'm gonna have to add some nipsey Cause you know I grew up in a cave, so I don't know any of these artists and things. But I'm gonna find right. some, see if that's um, I have to go bootleg it over here in China. So, okay, um, do you have a message for black people, and what's your message for the white people? Um, 
black people was basically just um, uh, keep uh, was to keep sticking together and supporting. Um, stick together, supporting and believing. Yep, stick together, keep sticking together, supporting and believing. Um, that hope factor, like when you take hope away from somebody, you take them. You have them. You own them. Without hope and faith, like you like to me, almost I feel like you're like your person is is empty. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those are the things. And with that, you know, and sticking together and pushing and believing, those are the things. Especially um, now, I feel like we you know we got a a good push on like you know progression for us. So just keep going with it. I love it. Um, and for like and for white people. Um, was to uh, was the uh, to keep listening, keep and being understanding, or not keep, or to listen, to understand, and to um, laptop just died ahead of up there. <laughs> was to listen, <laughs> to understand, and to um, and to support as well, mm-hmm. and uh, or and believing also. And um, I feel like with those things, it's just um, you know people can kind of. Can uh, can can come together a little mm-hmm. bit more than what than what we've we've done in the what we've than what we've ever had. So with those things, so. Oh yes. <sighs> Every time I do one of these conversations, I'm just blown away by how incredible these human beings are, and just how selfless they are, and um, how dedicated they are to helping people become the best version of themselves because I just feel like that's what we should all be doing helping others become better and and that is exactly what he's doing so please support him um his website and his company is wellness365.io and also you can find him on instagram rico p it's r-e-c-c-o-p um, and then also you can find my information and his on my website, Melanated Stamps, and also on my Instagram at Melanated Stamps. And it's M-E-L-A-N-A-T-E-D-S-T-A-M-P-S. On there you can find his pictures um, and a bio of him and also how to find him, support him, hire him, um, and send him dollar bills and some love on the internet. So find him, support him, love on him. Um, do what you can in order to support and build up the black community in Denver and or wherever you may find yourself. So until next time, y'all drink water, stay out of this heat because y'all it is hot um, and be kind to one another and be kind to yourself. So bye bye, y'all.